listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey everyone, today we have a little bit of a different topic, but I'm really excited to tackle how to market to men on Pinterest because there's this myth out there that Pinterest is only for women, it's recipes, DIY, weddings, and men just don't have a place over there. But I'm going to interview Jeff C. from Manly Pinterest Tips who says there is a place for men on Pinterest and it is the place you need to market to them. So welcome to the show, Jeff. Well, thanks so much for having me, Kate. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. You bet. So tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got started on Pinterest. Yeah, well, I've been a geek all my life, but I, I started probably about oh, 14 years ago a company called His Design here in Longview, Texas, where I was doing, you know, websites and, and um, you know, commercials, a digital kind of a digital marketing agency for kind of local businesses around the area. And I finally decided to do what I was telling all my clients to do and start to uh, get on this thing called social media and and some blogging and stuff like that. So I went and started a blog and started really working that. And um, it started, it, it was working. It wasn't, you know, huge success out of the gate. But I was driving back and my um, my wife's family and my family at the time lived in Kansas. And we were driving on a long road trip back from Kansas. And I was listening to one of the first podcasts I ever subscribed to, which was uh, the Social Media Marketing Podcast with Michael Stelzner from Social Media Examiner. And there was this lady on there talking about this thing called Pinterest, and it really got my attention. Um, her name was Cynthia Sanchez, and she had the Oso oh Pinteresting podcast, but she was talking about how Pinterest could drive all this traffic. And so I started using it, and lo and behold, it started working, and it worked. It worked really well. And so uh, about the, I was really I started in on Google Plus. I got a lot of traction. I know it's kind of dead now, but when I right, when I first they're like started, Google what? Yeah, Google, no. huh? Um, but it was there was a lot of people in there. I, I had some great relationships. I met some met some great people like Patrick, and and that's where I was talking with Cynthia. She was on there too, and so uh, it was a really good place. But um, it was it was working, and so I I wrote this blog article called um, uh, "Mainly Pinterest Tips Number One," and it was um, sharing a secret board with my daughter. And what we had done is we shared this secret board, and only her and I could see it and she pinned recipes she wanted me to cook and, and crafts she wanted to do. And it was a thing we could share between us and it was really cool. So I wrote a blog article about it because, you know, it was at the time, you know, men are on Pinterest. It's just for women. It's just the women's network. Mm -hmm. And uh, it really took off. It did really, really well. And so uh, five other guys said, hey, Jeff, you need to do a show about this. And this is when Google Hangout shows were really taking off. And so we did. We did a show called Manly Pinterest Tips. And I had five other guys on there who all had higher followings than me. They had a lot of people following them, and it did really well. And so we did like 10, 15, 20 episodes of this show where we'd interview people about uh, Pinterest, like we had Cynthia on and some other other people. And then we were able to get some some big names on there, like uh, Guy Kawasaki was on the show, and it was just really awesome. And so then we relaunched it as a second show. We called it The Manly Show. We, we could interview about anything we wanted to, and we were able to interview people like the, the uh, producer of Pretty Woman, and uh, oh, wow. uh yeah and under siege and so that was just he was it was an incredible interview so that went really well and so i decided to relaunch the brand with as a podcast as the manly pinterest tip show and i decided well, you know what a, a good um beard takes about a year to grow and i thought Jeez. well you know i'll give this a shot for a year so i started growing a beard and launched this brand called manly pinterest tip show 
and kind of the rest is history. It, uh, the podcast is doing really well, and that podcast led to speaking engagements. And actually, I work now. Uh, I'm one of the, the, they're my biggest client, a social media examiner, and I do all their Pinterest and Instagram uh, marketing for them. So it's, uh, the show has been really good to me, and it's all because of this little platform called Pinterest. Yeah, that's a really great story. And I love, too, that, you know, how other social media platforms kind of integrated into mm-hmm. that. Google Plus, you know, you, you got it at its prime, right, I guess. Right. You know, it opened, right. opened the door for you. But that you went into branding who you are, like the beard. And yeah, you and I met in real life at Social Media Marketing World, and you had those little props oh. that it was like a beard. That was awesome. And that was really smart because it was a way for people to remember you. Right. By the beard. And by the way, it would take my husband like a thousand years to grow a beard like yours. <laughs> so you said it takes a year to grow a good beard. And I'm like, ah, not in this house. Uh, well, it's like 10. So, so, but yeah, yeah. I mean, what made me do that is you know, everybody talked about, you know, you have to niche down, you know, the riches are in the yes. niches and stuff. And I thought, you know what? I'll try it. I mean, I didn't give up on my other stuff at the time. I was still doing a lot of websites and things like that. But I thought, you know, I want to, I want to see what I can do with this. And it was really cool how people really, um, it was different enough and it was kind of, you know, the mainly Pinterest tip thing just took off because it was a play on kind of tongue in cheek that, oh, guys are on Pinterest. And so that led to interviews and stuff like that. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. So then in that switch, so give me kind of a timeline here. So when you listened to that first podcast, was that 2013? I think it was. It was. Okay. And, and what I did is, um, I, I really, I kind of gathered information because I knew, and I tell everybody when I was when I started mainly Pinterest tips, I said if I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail spectacularly. <laughs> so right. I, I, mean, I went and researched about what it, what it took to do a podcast, and I went to Podcast Movement the, their inaugural year, their first year, and just listened and went to different places and said I, I didn't even have a podcast then; it was getting ready to launch. And I, um, but the cool thing is, is what I did is I repurposed all those shows that I had done about the mainly Pinterest tip show. And I repurposed those into the podcast. So when I launched the podcast, I already had like, you know, 10 to 15 ready. Yeah, that's genius. And so I launched and was able to get on, for those who are new in podcasting, uh, new and noteworthy on iTunes is you want to get there and you want to stay there as long as possible because you can really grow your following really, really fast. And so if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you go leave a rating and review for Kate on her podcast. Thank you for that plug. That makes a big difference. And so... What it does is um, it lets you stay on there. And so I was lucky enough that I got on there with, I mean, uh, right up there with the, the, the big boys and uh, got a good following. And so that that really kind of helped a lot, too. Nice. Okay, so when you started to rebrand, did you also rebrand your Pinterest page to reflect this as well? Did you add new specific boards that weren't there? Because you had that secret board with your daughter, and I'm imagining you had a few other boards did you have to kind of overhaul that as well? Yeah, because originally, don't tell anybody this, but I was still <laughs> on a personal account for a long time. Oh, and, yes. And you are not alone. <laughs> there's some. There's still people who are converting. That's right. And so, I, w- I mean, and it was funny because I had started mainly Pinterest ships, and so all of a sudden my Pinterest, my Pinterest following shot up. Um, we got on um, a suggested user board. And so uh, yes. my my it was uh, th- then it was just Jeff C and it's still Jeff C now but I have my website and it's a business um, account uh, but I I was so scared to switch because I thought what if I do anything and I, I get kicked off this list and I don't have all these followers <laughs> and and it was that's the furthest thing from the truth so if if you are worried about that it's almost just one click and you're done 
and nothing changed yeah. except I, and, and what happened is why I did it finally is because they came out with the new analytics and you couldn't mm-hmm. get it unless you had switched over to a business account. And so I, yes. I did it then. So, and that's so important. I had somebody come to me who had not switched to a personal or to a business account. And this was just two months ago. And they were really scared because they looked at the transition of personal to business mm-hmm. on other social platforms. Right. And they thought maybe the same things would happen. And I just want to affirm anybody get a business account on Pinterest. It is not, nothing really happens, but you get tons of information that's really valuable to you. And I feel like Pinterest sees you as that, as a business, like, yeah, these people are legitimate. They are trusted and they, you know, know your website. So nobody be worried. There's nothing, your, your site isn't going to blow up or anything (laughs) like that. It really is seamless now. And I did it too, is because, you know, Technically, if you're pointing stuff back to a blog or your own website, you will be breaking Pinterest terms of service if you're not, um, if if you're making any sort of money off of it. So uh, right. you want to make sure that you do switch it to that business account. And really, there's there's nothing bad that happens. Yeah, that's a really good point. Okay, so let's um, now that we've established kind of you've got your branding, manly Pinterest tips. Um, how did you start working on? Uh, I guess the campaign to rid the world of the myth that Pinterest is just for women. Did you start um, digging into stats? Did you start reading? What was your process of really, yeah, Pinterest is a place for, for men and I want to help people see that. Right. Well, you know, at first it was, I mean, when you first get on, especially back when I did, which is, you know, three, two, three years ago, it was, if you just got on and looked at your feed, it was full, filled with, you know, yes. nail art and how to braid your hair. And and, I'm <laughs> and like, DIY projects with palettes. Yes, exactly. Which isn't bad because there's some mainly palette stuff you can make, like a, like a bar and stuff. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, it's very intimidating. And so it was uh, searching and finding. There was even good stuff back then uh, of brands and some really, you know, guy stuff. I, I like a, My wife's a teacher, so I like to cook. And there was tons of great, you know, quick recipes I could make for the family that they would like. And there was all this, so these manly recipes that you, I mean, like like burgers and, and ribs and, and grilling and all sorts of cool stuff like that there and camping. And so that was already there. And so it was just a matter of finding that. And so, and that's kind of why I started Manly Pinterest Tips too, is because um, there's a lot of stuff that are great for men. And what's funny to me is, is men are visual creatures. That's just the way God made yeah. us. We like shiny stuff. Uh, and um, and Pinterest is really natural for men, and it's and another thing it was it's easy for men. I mean, you pretty much just click repin and you're done, and it's mm-hmm. super simple. And, or save now because yeah. remember they changed it. Yes, I know now it's save, but it's too hard to. I but I say repin. Yeah. I get yes, yeah, so it's now to save. So, um, but but now you know when you first did it back then it was it did seem like it was from women, and so the new search that they have really really helps, and I think also we're not. I think we're not really trained to browse anymore, not just get on Google and just kind of search. We really kind of go, we already have an idea what we're looking for. Like if I'm looking for new recipes for our family, I look for, you know, quick chicken recipes. Or if I'm looking for, you know, how to, um, uh, you know, change a blade on a chainsaw, I can type in that on Pinterest and I'll get pins about that. And so I think that's the cool thing about Pinterest is this great discovery engine and I think Pinterest really is um, working towards using that and, and really maximizing that for men. And I think, too, one thing to add to that is we forget that value of Pinterest being a placeholder for our, our ideas. Mm-hmm. 
And when somebody had come to me, they um, make custom tools and they said, do you think we could be on Pinterest? And I said, of course. Mm. And the next day I did a search for them on Pinterest and people had already been pinning pictures from their website because they found their product valuable and wanted to save it so that they could revisit it later. So we have to remember that people do that because their their good ideas need to be saved. Yeah. And they don't want to have bookmarks all across their <laughs> computer anymore. That's right. And I think that's what one of the cool things that, that I tell companies too. I said go go, you know, search your name uh and um do that search in Pinterest because you're probably already there and you just don't know it yet because yeah. people if you have a good product and people like it, they're going to pin it. Um and it's it's really funny to see that. Yes, it is for sure. So everybody should definitely do that. So what is the current percentage of men using Pinterest and what do they mainly use it for? You know, this is, and I try to keep up to date on the stats on this and it's really hard because Pinterest doesn't usually release that, but mm-hmm. it goes from anywhere from tw- 13 to 20% men. You know, they, the, the rule of thumb is 80% women and 20% men in the United States though. Um, the cool stat that I always like to throw out there is, you know, in 2014, the number of men using Pinterest doubled, and now you know one third of all signups come from men. So, um, that it's as fast Pinterest's fastest growing demographic is for men. And the interesting mm-hmm. thing, and even in the news lately, you know they're really hitting the overseas market hard. Pinterest, is yeah, hard. they are. Like in Britain, they're doing the um, they had their ad agency there, and they're actually running uh, like commercials over there. Um, it's not so skewed over there it's like even in like korea and japan it's like a 50 50 split between male and female and so it's really interesting that that stigma still is just like united states but Mm -hmm. the stat i love to use and i use this all the time it says more men use pinterest in the united states every month than read sports illustrated and gq combined that's crazy that's a big deal you know yeah that's kind of everybody thinks of you know gq and sports illustrated as the manly everybody every man reads that kind of thing and and mm-hmm. there's more than that every month. So, you know, if you're a brand or a business that caters to men, I just may, it, you need to be on Pinterest. You really need to think about your strategy there. Yeah, there are some good ones I've seen, which we can talk about in just a minute is, um, you know, maybe some examples. Are there examples you think have done, you know, pretty good at marketing to men? I'm kind of jumping ahead oh, yeah, on this like here. For, for, uh, for companies, yeah, there's some, like, yeah. one of my favorite ones, and this is a total man one. It's uh, it's called um, Man Crates. And they have, oh. and it, what, what they are is, <laughs> awesome. they're like, uh, they're actually crates, and they actually come with a, like a crowbar, a little mini crowbar. Oh and I got gosh. it for my dad for Father's Day last week. And they have all the different ones. They have ones for, you know, trout fishermen. They have ones for, um uh, like bourbon drinkers, they have one for um, beef jerky, and and they're all these cool inside this little mini crate that's like you have to crack open, and it's just the and they have a they do a really good job with their pins, their long pins. They show the different ones, um, and it's really a manly brand, and so that's that is one of my favorite ones. But there's tons of uh, you know, you know the big the big box stores like Home Depot mm-hmm. and Lowe's does a great job with their um, do it yourself. In fact, um, those new uh, uh, do-it-yourself pins. I can't remember what they're called. They're um, oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. How they show yeah, they, exactly the steps. Yes. They have the different steps, yep. and they have some of the best examples of those types of pins. Uh, Lowe's and Home do. Depot do that. You know how to paint a bench, and they walk you through those with using the pins. And so they do a great job. There's tons of that's an if you're into DIY or any of that kind of stuff. There's tons of great pins. Um, 
there's a, you know there's other good ones like you know details magazine esquire wall street journal college humor even and and espn and cbs sports are great uh cbs sports has a huge uh a presence on pinterest wow i never thought to check that out and my husband's huge into espn i should see if he'll go over there <laughs> yeah, he'd like it and i mean yeah. they have a huge following and uh, like Harley Davidson's there, and REI, which is a big camping outlet thing, which I really like. They're, they have a big uh, in, uh, presence on Instagram as well. So there's tons of brands, but what I think are more important is there. There's tons of interest. So any interest, like um, I started wood carving a couple uh, two years ago, and I go to Pinterest and search wood carving, and I can even narrow it down because I'm into now with carving different types of Santas. I like Christmas stuff, and right. I can do, uh, you know, wood carving Santas and I get all these results on Pinterest that let me, you know, think about getting a pattern for that or trying to do that myself. And so even those little niche things that you want to do, I mean, you can go as broad as I want to build a fire pit in my backyard and there's tons of things on how to do that. Or you can niche down to like, I want to learn how to wood, what are the best knives for wood carving? And you can find pins on that. So there's so many cool things that you could figure out and find on Pinterest. I haven't ever really searched for anything. I went, Oh, there's nothing there. True. Yeah. There usually is something there. And what I like about Pinterest search is that it, it also goes just a little step beyond that. So while it's not always directly related, it gives you that outside. So if you can't target that exactly, there's going to be something there. Right. Exactly. And another uh, brand who's, I think they're doing a great, if you want an example of somebody who's not just doing for men, but also for women, um, the grommet, they do a yeah. great job of of hitting both markets. They have, um, like right now, because Father's Day is so close, they have uh, some uh, some boards at the top which have like gifts for dads and you know gifts for for the men in your life. And they're they're the way they do their pins and the way they set up their Pinterest uh, strategy, they do a really really good job on that. Yeah, I'll echo that too for sure. And then we were able to talk with Tori mm-hmm. at um, Social Media Examiner, and they are a genius also with promoted pins. Yes. So that's also another account to look at for a really great example of somebody who's doing Pinterest marketing really, really well. Right, right. Um, I'll say too, I've noticed um, the Dollar Shave Club mm-hmm. too. They have a pretty, uh, they're, you know, ads that come through promoted pins. I haven't looked at their profile, See, I th- you know, I, just because I've seen their ads. So I don't ever look at their stuff. Yes, exactly. We actually do subscribe to the Dollar Shave Club too, so we've found it helpful because you know we can't grow beards around. Right. Well, you know Um, they have the Dollar Beard Club as well, and so they have a good print. Those guys were actually on Shark Tank because they do some other stuff as well. Um, But yeah, so those are great examples of brands. And I think this is a good point. So if you're a um, company that's thinking about marketing to men, one of the biggest things that you could do is go look at these examples. Look at what they're doing. Look at the type of pins that they've created. And sometimes they might not always be the long, beautiful pin, but maybe it's just the content that they're sharing. And the cool thing, too, with um, the smart feed, which I know nine, you know, a lot of people, it gets a bad rap. But one of the great things that you could do is really create this smart feed that is just surrounding men type of products or, you know, I would be cool to test that, right. to open up an account and see if you can create this awesome home feed of just products or articles or topics marketed to men. Right. And then you could get some good ideas. What's cool for me is, you know, since my brand does a lot of social media, I pin a lot of social media marketing stuff. But I also pin manly food, gadgets, geek stuff, 
because there's there's a lot of stuff that can fall under a mainly Pinterest brand. And, yeah. And I get a good mix of all those things because I'm I'm always pinning those types of things. So it's really interesting to me uh, the the variety that I get in my smart feed. And I was for a while there, I was like, I'm not using my smart feed. I would go to the people who I was following yes. and click and see what their pins were. But now it's getting it's getting a lot better, and I'm seeing the mix that I really want to see, um, especially for like gadgets and uh, like manly food or stuff like that. Um, the other thing that I really find helpful and um, is the is the the emails that Pinterest p- sends me. They'll say mm-hmm. like, "Hey, you may be interested in these pins," and it may be something that I never had discovered before. Um, there's some camping ones that some camping recipes that I wouldn't never seen if they wouldn't have said, Hey, you were interested in camping, you know, camping food. Um, this might be something you'll be interested in. And I, and I go find, I follow that, that board and see what they have and, and end up, you know, looking at their stuff. Yeah. Which I think is a good reminder to people to use the search bar on Pinterest, use it for, to look what you're, you know, use it a lot instead of just kind of scrolling through your home feed right. so that Pinterest knows what you're looking for. It's kind of, it has to find a way to really gear it to you. And that's how you're letting it know this is what I'm about. This is what I'm looking for. So they can help create that ideal smart feed that you actually enjoy looking at. Right. Exactly. Which is good. Okay. So say someone has a company that has primarily a men's customer base. What key steps should they take in the beginning to use Pinterest to market to their audience? Well, I thought what you said before is, is very applicable is go and see what other brands that maybe your competitors or a similar type of brand like if you're doing camping you know go look and and do a search and see what's coming up if you have a camping product let's say you're selling um freeze-dried uh survival food and you want to see what what might work on pinterest well i would go and you know search camping search like rei one of some of those big brands and see what their pins look like uh how they're actually writing their descriptions um, and see kind of what they're doing. Now, don't copy it. You don't want to have the same image or whatever. Right. But you want to see kind of the flavor of their pin and, you know, how often they're pinning, what kind, what are their boards, what, what are boards titled, what types of different boards do they have, and look at that. Um, the other thing is if you're trying to, to um, um, market to men, show pictures of men doing stuff. Like some of the best pins I've seen, you know, you were talking about Dollar Shave Club. Well, most all, a lot of their pins will have somebody shaving. You know, it's yeah. actually them using the product. And so I would mix that up if you have like, you know, if I had a, like, we'll go back to the freeze-dried food thing. If I had uh, selling freeze-dried, um, you know, clam chowder, I don't know. I don't even know if they make that. But right, that's so, they, so They gross. have freeze-dried clam chowder. I'd show a picture of somebody preparing it, like a guy preparing it over a campfire and mixing it up. And also doing another pin of the, the, of the kind of the sexy product shot of it in its packaging and stuff like that and do both of those and, and then see which one works best. And then I would go ahead and maybe even run a promoted pin because um, I think the sooner you get started uh, understanding and really optimizing promoted pins, if you're trying to sell something or bring people back to your website is the better off you'll be. Agreed. And we well, I think it's going to be episode eight. So this will have aired after that one. But we interviewed someone from Pinterest about promoted pins. So make sure you listen to that because there were some great tips in that one. Um, one of the things that I'm curious about um, is, you know, live video or video in general is really, really big. And so if somebody struggles with taking pictures of this product, 
um, in a really great way, like we had just talked about, but they can do better with video. Is there a strategic way to add videos to Pinterest that get seen or get better views? I experienced, uh, when, and this has been a while, but I, when I was doing my show, uh, the video stuff, I would go ahead and I had a board where I just would pin uh, my episodes because you can pin, you know, YouTube videos straight to Pinterest. You can do the same with Vimeo videos. And so I would do that. But I would also think about um, if you have a commercial that you're putting together or something, or you're even just sitting there and you're a blogger and, and you're explaining this product, I would do that. I would try to keep them short because, you know, okay. they play natively inside Pinterest and I don't know how long people will sit there and watch a video. Um, but if mm-hmm. it's shorter, if it's like, you know, a minute to two and a half minutes would probably be a good uh, length of time to, you know, show off this product. I would do that. Um, I also had a board one time where we had, where it was a group board where other people could pin their videos to, you know, kind of a, the same kind of thing. They were all uh, Google Hangout people and they would pin their shows there. And that was like a Reader's Digest version. And so, you know, group boards are kind of dying down. So you may not get that yeah. much traction anymore with that. But I would just experiment with video. Um, the more you do video, the better off you'll be. Uh, right. You get, yes, you get a little more true. comfortable with it each t- I still get nervous every time I get in front yes. of the camera. I don't think that ever is going to go away. Uh, and just know that about yourself. But just do it and keep doing it, and you'll see the benefits long term. I mean, I've, my, my podcast is a live show that's video every time, and I just repurpose it for a podcast. And, you know, I'm still not always comfortable with it, but it, it gets easier every time I do it. And um, that benefit of continually doing video and being able to repurpose that video has really paid off uh, just tremendously uh, because I've had video and I've consistently continued to do it. The other yeah. thing is if you're struggling with images, let's say you do want to do some images for your, your blog post and you feel like I just can't take good images and I can't, I'm not a photographer very good at all. Um, is that you may want to hire a designer and don't just hire them to do, you know, one image, uh, have them design some templates you can use in Canva where you can just drop, drag and drop your own image in, um, and repurpose that over and over. I'm, I'm really big into repurposing if you haven't <laughs> right yeah. now, but no, it's you good. Know, think about that, you know, so hire somebody to maybe make you templates instead of a one-off thing. And, uh, that can help you continue to, you know, get your images out there on Pinterest. Well, and the benefit of repurposing too is you're not having to constantly create new content over and over and over again. And if you're having somebody create a template for you, the benefit is that you have a a branded look. You have a consistent look that over time people will start to recognize. And they'll go, oh, I know that's Jeff C. from Manly Pinterest Tips. Or I know that social media examiner. I can pick out a social media examiner pin anywhere because right. it has a very consistent look right. to it. It just, And that's really important as well as you try to connect with your audience. So I am not, I am not an image creator. I don't do any, any images for my website. I do nothing because I would make it look awful. And it's okay to admit that nobody has to be good at everything. So if images aren't your thing, it is worth the investment to hire that out because like you said, Pinterest is, it's all about images. So, and, and and just realize that and you know, you'll get better. I mean, if, if you really have no money, you know, then do them yourself and just start putting them out there. And, you know, when you start getting money, maybe then you want to buy a template, but don't let not, you know, your fear stop you from doing 
uh, what you need to do. You know, one of my and I, I, you've heard this me say this before, Kate, but one of my favorite quotes is by John Acuff, where he says, 80 percent and shared with the world always changes more lives lives than 100 percent perfect and stuck in your head. Yes. Oh, so true. (laughs) So true when it comes to everything. Just start it. Just do it. Just step out there and take a risk. Um, So do you think, do you think Pinterest is a great fit for any company marketing to men? Like you could walk up to anybody who said, who's a, you know, marketing directly to men and say, yes, you would fit on Pinterest. Is that, do you think that's a hundred percent true? (laughs) I've gotten into debates before because I don't think, because still, you've got to remember that 80% of the the pinners on there are women. And so I've had guys come up to me and say, I pin these lingerie models and, and I they hate it. And I'm like, well, <laughs> oh no word. kidding. It's, it's, there's women on there and they don't like that kind <laughs> right. of junk. And so I got, I've gotten into big debates before about, you know, think about, you know, <laughs> what's your pinning, guys? Uh, because yes. it is on people's feeds and you, can, you want to be appropriate. Women don't want to look at other scantily clad women. (laughs) And so, you know, think, think what you're going to, especially if you're a business. I mean, really, um, you want to, you want to be tasteful. You got to remember what your audience is. And all, and that's the other thing is always think about your audience. Like, um, like one of my rules is I don't usually pin anything unless it's really, really good content that's over a year old. Because to me, you know, flip phone statistics of 2002 has nothing to do with my audience. So I want to make mm-hmm. sure that everything I'm giving is out on my feed is something that's valuable to my audience. And always think the same thing when you are, you know, you're you're creating a brand on Pinterest. Is this something is this repin that I'm sharing going to be something that's valuable to the rest of my, the people? Um and so I I don't think there's any there may be you always have to evaluate. There's always going to be networks that are going to be better uh for certain brands, but I especially if you have a product, I just think Pinterest is a no-brainer um because there's there's people are searching to buy things. People on Pinterest have more money <laughs> to that mm-hmm. thing. And yeah. uh, I was talking with uh, a event, a wedding event planner and she loves when she has to deal with grooms and when grooms pin her stuff because they make oh. decisions. They, they'll research it for a long time, but when they pull the trigger, they pull the trigger and there's no debate. And so yeah. I kind of feel the same way with a lot of other stuff. You know, guys will pin a lot of things, uh, but when they're ready to pin, I mean, ready to buy, they buy and it's done. Right. Yeah. And did you see, I, I, it could have been up there for a while, but I noticed it on desktop that when I was searching, it used to just say, um, all pins, pinners, boards, and then your pins. Well, they added buyable pins into that little section, which is pretty cool because now you can search for a specific buyable pin. And I think that's just a genius idea for sure. Um, and even if, if like uh, companies that are that are going for for the male audience, even if they don't have Bible pins, they haven't set up a Shopify account or whatever. Yes. If they do the product rich pins, the the cool thing that so many people forget about that is if let's say you drop the price around Christmas time, well then those people get an email that that price has dropped. My wife's getting those all the time. I still see those come through. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, somebody said they weren't working anymore, but they I got one like yes like two days ago. And so um, I think that's still a big deal for marketers. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. That's my next kind of researched area, like an area I want to research is that whole Bible pins, Shopify. I'm really curious about it. So I want to kind of dig deep into Mm -hmm. it. But um, 
when somebody, I, a follow up question I can foresee to all of this, especially for somebody who's new, is let's say they do start an account or they're converting from personal to business. Um, there's always that question of how many boards should I have and what should I fill it up with? Do you have something that you tend to tell any newbie marketer on Pinterest? Um, to make sure that um, have boards that you are going to pin to. Um, and then, you know, if, if you go for a month and you're not pinning to a certain board, then it's probably okay to delete it or move those pins to something else. Um, but make it something that you, that you really want to share to your audience. Um, and, and, you know, I don't, what I usually tell people is like, don't make a board public until you have at least 10 pins. Uh, mm-hmm. cause even some of the big, the big brands I see, well, they'll have a board and there's like three pins in it and it looks, yes. it doesn't look like they tried, you know? And yeah, so, or they just tried and then left yeah. it. They gave up. Yeah, and so you want to fill it up, I think, with at least 10 pins. And then, you know, um, if you're not pinning to it, then, then then delete it. There's nothing wrong with that and move those pins to somewhere else. Because now it's, when I first started, you can only move a certain amount of pins. Now I think you can move, what, 50 at a time? 50. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's so it's awesome. So I've done many, <laughs> many cleanups in my day that have been so painful as a result of that. So yes, for sure. Go ahead and move yeah, on. And, and just continue to, you know, monitor and see what, you know, I love Tailwind because it tells me what boards are, mm-hmm. how they're doing and uh, being able to go in and say, oh, some people are really liking my geek stuff. They're really repinning my geek stuff. I went pinned to my geek board. Well, I need to maybe give them some more content there and start looking for that. Or if something's not really doing well and I'm like, well, is it time to switch that or not? I can look at those analytics and decide. Yeah, that's a really, really good tip. I, well, I like Tailwind too. And we just interviewed Melissa too right. about all the great features yeah. that Tailwind has. So for sure, it's good. Um, Jeff, are there any last tips that you, I mean, we talked about a lot. So I feel like we've we've covered a ton of it. But any last tips that you would give anybody just getting started? Just, like we talked about before, just do it. Um, and I'm I kind of... I come from the mindset is is that people want to deal and do business with a person and not a company, but you have to balance that. So like I said, like I pin uh, mainly food. I mean, I, I people see my personal side. Uh, that being said, I am a personal kind of brand, but even like a flower shop, you don't have to just pin flowers all the time. You know, you can think of, okay, what, what other, what would help my audience if, if I'm pinning, uh, you know, flowers all the time maybe i could pin you know how to replant flowers or you know something in the same genre or even go outside of that and you know edible flowers what flowers to eat with your salad you know something that that would still fit in that that kind of branch of your brand but not be so narrow to just every service that you do Uh, i just think the more you can help your audience and and share with them and give them more information the more they're going to know like and trust you yeah, I definitely agree. That's build the trust with your audience and they will stick around for a long time. So Jeff, um, tell people where they can find more about you and see your beard in action. <laughs> they can always go to mainlypinteresttips.com where we're always adding testosterone one pin at a time. And you can find me on Pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash J-E-F-F-S-I-E-H. Awesome. And that's pronounced C uh-huh. for anybody who's curious. And you have some things you're working on. Do you want to talk oh, about yeah. those? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just, I have about room for about two more people in my, I have a Pinterest uh, master class and visual marketing master class that I'm doing right now. I'm about I have two more people until we start the next one. Uh, I mean, two more uh, slots to fill before we start the next one. And then uh, a friend of both you and, my, uh, and I is uh, Lisa Meredith and I have launched a uh, 
for it's Pinterest. It's called Pinning Weddings, and it's all about event. It's Pinterest for event planners. So if you know anybody of that who'd be interested in that, we are launching that uh, as we speak. I love that. Such a cool place to niche down, especially for wedding planners. You know, they can use Pinterest as, a, as such a great tool. So. Yeah, everybody go ahead and check that out. And Jeff, thanks so much for being on. Thanks, Kate. Thanks for having me. All right. So all of you people who said that you can't really market to men on Pinterest, Jeff just schooled us. He gave us some great tips, some great examples, and ways that other companies are using their platform to market to the audience of men on Pinterest. If you want more information, links that Jeff talked about, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 11, and you'll find all the show notes. Also, I would love it if you would leave a review in iTunes. <music>